Yo, what's up, everybody? Hey, 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 what's Yo, going on? Welcome to Let's Talk About It. My yeah. name is Trevor King. Pastor Q, and this is a podcast designed for everyone who's had those questions they didn't know who to talk to about. We're going to have candid conversations around everything from sex, sexuality, religion, relationships, parenting, politics. Trev, we're going we're gonna to talk about it on this podcast. Well, let's talk about it. Then. Let's talk about it. All right. Join us as we talk about it. Check, 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 check. We on, we on. What's happening? We on again. What's happening, Captain? Yeah, man. We back for another episode? Man, we uh we back, bro. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're gonna jump in. We're gonna we're gonna get it crack a lock in. Let's do it, man. So so yeah, so what's on the radar? What you wanna talk about, Trev? We are going to talk about miracles. Mm. Miracles, signs and wonders. Things that we look at and we say, How did that happen? The unexplainable. You know what I mean? Like those things that we were like, that couldn't have happened, but but some way it did, and we just don't know right. how to figure it out. There's no answer for it. Um, I think we live in a day and age where a lot of people turn from faith because they see the, they hear about the miracles that happened in the Bible, yeah. but don't necessarily see them happening today. Yeah. So they, they look at the Bible as just, you know, fiction, Ooh, folklore, sure. fairy tale because of Myth, yeah. some of those things not happening. Um, so I think that we, we don't have a clear understanding of what miracles are or how they pertain to us today. So, so we want to jump into the topic of miracles. So, right. so let's, let's, let's ask first the question is, is what are miracles? Let's just get the, the, the definition of what a miracle is. Yeah. A miracle is a supernatural phenomenon that can't be explained by man is a good way to think about a miracle. A miracle is something that happens beyond human ability to produce it. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I worked really hard and I got a good result. It's I worked hard, but I got a hundredfold result or I didn't do anything at all. And the supernatural happened, so to speak. Um, So um, a miracle could be, man, I've got a cancer diagnosis, one week to live. Go to the doctor. They can't find any traces of cancer. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a miracle. That's, something that can't be explained. It was here, now it's not. Yeah. Um, I had a friend of mine, grandpa, um, was a pastor, and, and uh, he never told the story uh, for years because he, he was, it was a kind of crazy story. Uh, they had they had uh, some pretty significant debt, some, some bills that were really due, and um, some needs at the church, and, and he said, man, I'm not going to tell anybody. He said, I'm, I'm just going to pray. And I'm going to walk around and, and just talk to God about it. And he said, as he was walking, it felt like somebody stuck their hands in his pocket. And he turned around because he thought he was getting robbed. You know, he didn't have nothing, you know, but he <laughs> thought he was getting robbed. Yeah. And uh, he said his pockets were, bro, it's going to sound crazy, but his pockets were full of money. He goes home, pulls the money out of his pocket. His wife's first words are, what bank did you rob? And he was like, I didn't. Somebody put put their hands in my pockets, and when I went to see what they took out, there was money. So like, so 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 again, uh, or it's the Red Sea splitting. It's sure. Jonah in the belly of the whale. Um, it's Jesus getting out of the grave three days later, mm-hmm. right? And so the miracle, the miracle is this supernatural event happened. 
beyond human ability. Mm-hmm. That, that to me qualifies as a miracle, a supernatural event beyond, not in spite of, but beyond human ability. Okay. So it doesn't mean you're not involved in the work. It just means the result was far bigger than what you yourself could have produced. So I guess going after that is some of the miracles that we that we read about in the Bible. So you you know identify some as Jonah, uh, the Red Sea, um, the splitting of the rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like stuff like that. Those miracles. And, and if they're not, if they are being done, then I mean, don't really hear about it too much. But those type of miracles uh, necessarily aren't being done today. Uh, so is that something that can't not be done today? Is it yeah. something that was just meant for that specific time? Yeah. Uh, you know, when it comes to the world and how God was talking to His people, is that yeah. is that you know like? What, I guess the question is, and the question that a lot of people have is, why aren't those things happening today? Yeah, that's a good question, um, bro. Uh, I, I think there's a couple of things, Trev. I think um, I, I want to kind of back up and then move forward. Sure. So my backup would be, hey, those things you see, I mean, you got 20 of them, you know, whatever the number is, 50 of them, I don't know, 100 of them. But, bro, that's over like a 3,000-year period. <laughs> all right we're gonna stop here here we go just about almost every other episode q says something to make me look stupid <laughs> and, and here he goes again sets me up all over again well i'm trying to help people who have the same question like i never thought about that so like you get a you know you get a splitting of the red sea you yeah. go wow man why didn't that happen every day well because it didn't happen every day mm-hmm. i mean it, israel was in Israel was in slavery for four out of 400 years. You get one supernatural event like that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's God using one guy to do it. Now, were there other miracles that we don't know about? Yeah, maybe, but the Bible only records that one. Yeah. So you've got 2 million people in slavery. One guy gets to do the miracles and it happens after 400 years of slavery. But, but what can happen is when we read it, because we see it like every other page, we don't take into account the timeline of everything being written. So it's like, man, miracles happen all the time. I'm like, nah, nah, not really. <laughs> oh, man. The, the book's just really small, so it looks like a lot of miracles happen. But there's like three, 4,000 years <laughs> in those pages. So they no, they don't happen. They didn't happen all the time then. <laughs> Wow. In a, I mean, like God spoke to Abraham like three times. Yeah. Abraham lived to be a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. So in a hundred years of living, and I think the first time, you know, well, he told him to leave it. The, he told him to leave his father's house, but he gives him the promise of a son at like seventy-five. Mm-hmm. So imagine hearing God once and then not hearing God again for seventy-five years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like he like every day like God came down from heaven was like, "Hey Abraham, what up, bro?" Yeah. No, no, no. Abraham was like going to work, milking cows or goats, you know, going fishing, playing with his kids. Wow. Living a normal life. Wow. You don't think? <laughs> sorry, man. You don't think about that because it's like 
because of how because of how the Bible is structured, or at least what we have written down, yeah, it's you know you turn every other chapter, every other page, Boom. and there's something else happening. Boom, and it's like, oh, duh! Like if they say he lived to a hundred, that's a hundred years. A hundred. Like he years. had a hundred years of life, like just normal life. There's no way a hundred years is written down all in this one. Yeah, but man. Yeah, that's why John says, he goes, many more things Jesus did, but if all of them were to be written down, he says, not enough books in the world could contain them. Wow. But these things have been written so that you may believe. Hmm. So it's not exhaustive, okay? It's not an exhaustive study of all that God did with every human being. Mm -hmm. Or even more specifically, it's not an exhaustive autobiography you know unabridged autobiography of the life of jesus Mm -hmm. they just took like their favorite 15 things and was like let's talk about these 15 things so they can at least believe it yeah but we've got a thousand you know whatever the number is they know these things these things are i think if we tell them these things that's enough information for them to believe somebody said that uh uh, the Bible is like ESPN uh, uh, highlights. Absolutely. You know, Great you point. You don't get the full game, but they'll show you the highlight point. so you can see what happens in the game and you can come to your conclusion. Great and point. The finishing is what it is. but Perfect point. I Man. Perfect point. I never thought about how long. 3,000 3, years. Yeah, at least. I mean, you go, you know, how many. I mean, I mean Jesus has been gone for 2,000. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got 2000 there mm-hmm. and then you've got, you know, um, you know, I don't have to I have to do, do a little digging to make sure I get my timeline right. Sure. But you got Israel in bondage for 400 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got the reign of the kings for probably another four to six hundred. No, it's going to be more than. Let me just back that up. Uh, six sixty six, um, which is six, 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 sixty eight. Let's do a different number. He's working uh, right now. Um, I'm thinking about the captivity. Um, And then you have 400 years of silence after the Maccabees. So the Maccabees to Jesus is coming is 400 years. I call it the 400 years of silence where seemingly God doesn't speak. So after the book of of Malachi, Zechariah, um, they finish the temple is silence. And then, so yeah, I mean, you've got 4,000 years of, of, um, that would be four, yeah, six. You probably got about four thousand years of recorded history mm-hmm. until the time before the New Testament starts. Mm-hmm. So you get four thousand years of just recorded history. This is just historical data. I mean, this isn't like myth. They're finding these these artifacts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're they're finding the artifacts where these things once were. Yeah. Um. So and I don't need them to find the artifacts to believe it because I talked to God. Yeah. I've seen God work. Like, I don't need science to prove my faith. For sure. All science can do is affirm what the Bible's already been saying. Yeah. So, like, like Psalm says, the Lord sits above the circle of the earth. You know how long they believed the earth was flat? So now, because somebody got on a boat and, and tested the theory, now all of a sudden science is true. The earth is round. Yeah. God said it thousands. You already, already said it. Yeah, from a little Jewish dude in Israel who he never got on the boat and traveled nowhere. <laughs> Didn't have no Hubble telescope. <laughs> it was already there. But by revelation, God said, hey, write this down. Yeah. I sit above the circle of the earth. That's just simple. 
You, and it's like, okay, so then, so as it, pertain, as it pertains to miracles, life, context, geography, what, what do we make of all that stuff then and what seems to be so little of it now? Mm-hmm. I would actually say there's more miracles, signs, and wonders happening now because here's why, one simple reason why. In the Old Testament, what you'll find is God used one, primarily one person. Mm-hmm. Like it would say, and the spirit of God came upon David, and the spirit of God came upon Samson, and the spirit of God. So like like there's a supernatural empowerment to fulfill this act. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to come on you because you can't do it on your own. I'm yeah. going to put my super on your natural. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's why it's supernatural. Yeah. Right? In the New Testament, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit doesn't go to one person. Went to everybody. Ooh. So now we all have the power of the Holy Spirit. Ooh. So there's more miracles happening. Yeah. We just ain't writing them down. Okay. And the the more of them, what happens is, bro, you know how many people I've met that had a physical diagnosis where the doctor said, you done. Yeah. And like, they ain't done. They live in their best life. Yeah. That's a miracle. That, how else are you going to explain that? Yeah. Like, how, I mean, how do you explain Grandma Cindy in our church for 25, she's had both of her breasts removed, I think it's called a mastectomy. They gave her like weeks to live. Grandma Cindy, walking, talking, with cancer in her body. Yeah. Like, walking, talking, miracle. Smiling every day. Every Sunday. Biggest hugs. Now, here's the thing. It's weird. It's weird. It's ugly head back up. So, like, was God not real? Um, no. Umbrella of mercy. This is a phrase we use when we're going to say something hard. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm believing the Lord's going to heal her and all this, but she's going to die of something. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we are going to die of something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. so, there's no escaping death. It's like, well, God ain't real. He didn't heal my mom. Well, she was going to die of something, bro. Yeah. Like, like he didn't heal my mom. Okay, my mom died of cancer. Well, 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 she could have died of a heart attack. She could have died of diabetes. She could have died. Be something. It's going to be something. Yeah, you're going to die of something. Mm-hmm. We just don't never like it. Yeah. Which is understandable. You know, which is understandable. We're not supposed to like death. Death is a result of the fall. Yeah. And so, um, you know, there's a, there's a movie that came out years ago. And some people when they find it controversial, but I loved it. I knew some of the people in the the movie, so I know they're credible witnesses. Mm-hmm. Caught the finger of God, okay. And it's I mean it's a documentary, bro, of um of a guy who just traveled the world and like documented people raising from the dead, like dead for days. Rigor mortis set in, videotaping it. Arms. Bro, limbs growing. I mean, bananas, blind people seen. Really? Yeah. So why why am I bringing that up? To say miracles still do happen. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think they happen more. The kinds of miracles have changed. Sure. To some degree. Why? Well, because I can get on a boat if I need to escape Egypt. Sure. I don't need them to split the Red Sea. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A miracle is when, you know, oftentimes they were up against something that they couldn't do themselves. Sure. Then God said, okay, I'm going to step in. Like, you can't do it. Like, you can't feed yourself, so I'm going to send manna. Yeah. I'm going to send quail. You you can't get through this river. 
or the sea, you know, so I'm going to split the sea. Like, like it's supernatural stuff, like where we go, man, I, well, God, if you don't save me, I ain't going to be saved. Mm-hmm. If you don't help me, can't nobody help me but you. He goes, good. Now you'll see my power. Yeah. Now you'll see what I can do. Now you'll understand that I am God. So a lot of times, I mean, if I can say this, we don't see miracles because we don't put ourselves in a position to need God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, we do it on our own, and then when we stop and we can't do it on our own, then we call out. He goes, well, I wanna, I'm going to have to undo everything you did because you didn't get me on the front end. Yeah. So now I got to undo that to do the thing that I actually already wanted to do. Like call him into the marriage. Call him into the real. Like you go, oh, man, I'm at my breaking point. I go, well, you're a prime candidate for a miracle. You finally ready for one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ready for a miracle now. Yeah. Because when it happens, then you're going to go, man, God saved my marriage. Yeah. God got me off those drugs. God gave me peace of mind. God gave me the discipline that I needed. You'll give him the glory. Yeah. You know, you won't take the credit. You were at your absolute, like, breaking point to where God, that was the only way it was going to happen was God. Only way. Wow. Now, he'd rather have us cooperate with him, apply his principles, experience his blessing. But there are times that we bring on ourselves and sometimes that aren't that aren't a result of any of our decisions. It's just life. We live in a fallen world where we just go, God, I need you to do something like if you don't if you don't move, I ain't going to make it. Yeah. You know, that's my experience. As, as I look at the scripture, um, you know, every Christian has been empowered by the Holy Spirit to do signs and wonders. That's what the Bible says. Acts 2, in the last days, says, God, I'll pour out my spirit on my flesh, on my men's service, and on my maid's service, I'll pour out my spirit. He says, on male and female, your sons and daughters shall prophesy, um, uh, you know, um, visions, dreams, signs and wonders, signs, signs and wonders, blood, fire, vapor, smoke. Um, um, before the great and terrible day of the Lord. And so there is, that's what 1 Corinthians 12 is about. Romans, I believe Romans chapter 12, um, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 Corinthians 13 ties the 14 and 12 together. It's all about the supernatural power given to Christians to fulfill the mission. They're gifts, not toys. So you've been given spiritual gifts. They're not. They're not. They're not toys. They're. They're. They're there. So. So let me say it this way. So they're supernatural gifts given to believers. Those chapters I talked about talk about them. Ephesians four. Mm-hmm. Old Testament has got tons of spiritual gifts. The gift of worship. The gift of creativity. The great. The gift of artistry. Um, the gift of administration. You see all these spiritual gifts. He goes. I'm giving this to you. What 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 tends to happen? Why would we say it different different way? His goal is that I would realize I have the gift of teaching. It's a gift, which means I'm supposed to give it away. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to use it for your benefit. So it's not my gift, right? Mm-hmm. It's a gift given to me. The gift ultimately is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He manifests Himself through the gift of teaching. So He goes. You're the gift I want you to give to Trevor. Give yourself to Trevor. If you give yourself to Trevor, his life will be better. He will learn things he couldn't have learned if you wouldn't have taught him. Hey, I've given her the gift of, of creativity and artistry. If she creates that picture, if she creates that earring, if she shout out the form designs, right? If she what she creates can glorify me. What happens is is we can think they're toys. Ah, I got the gift to preach. Watch me preach. Or we think or we think the gift exists for our own gain. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. We peddle our gift for our own benefit. Yeah. And I'm specifically talking about spiritual gifts, not about people who own businesses and make a living. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about preachers who sell their CDs. They worked hard for it. They yeah. deserve to be compensated. Don't muzzle the ox. I'm talking about all I am is my gift. Like all I do is use my gift for my own benefit, never to serve other people. Mm-hmm. If every time I talk to you, there's got to be some payment plan or some cash app. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm peddling. I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm using what was a gift and I'm using it for my own gain. Or or I tend to think of it just as a toy, meaning it's um, it's something to be played with. It's not something that's sacred. Like it's. It's valuable. It's honorable. The reason I'm bringing that up is because the more we use our gifts, the more miracles we see. Yeah. Because your spiritual gifts are supernatural. So so a miracle just isn't getting you out of bad place. It's it's a miracle when someone gets saved. Okay. It's a it's a miracle. It's a miracle when a man stops beating his wife. Yeah. It's a miracle when when it's a miracle when a woman stops believing the lies that Satan's been telling her. I mean, those a miracle is a supernatural act. Mm-hmm. So anytime something supernatural happens, you've just witnessed a miracle. Yeah. Anytime something supernatural, so I would say what we need is more more believers to get in touch with how God's wired them. If you go to Hope City Church, that's why we want to encourage you to go through Growth Track. And you can even do it online. Just go to our our website, myhopecity.net, take growth track, discover your spiritual gifts, and as you use them, you'll see God do supernatural things in the lives of other people. I had a couple walk up to me uh, two, three weeks ago and say, look what you did to me. And I went, is it good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they was like, well, you know, when we first started coming to church here, we had a lot of church hurt. And y'all may be listening, so I won't say their names, but they were like, we had a lot of church hurt. He would have been on staff at a church and kind of got wounded, you know, some some tough stuff happened. And they were like, we, we, we're we not even going to church. Yeah. And then it was like, well, I got to get my family, you know, and plugged in. And so they, they started coming. It was like, we just going to come. And then it was like, well, m- maybe I'll join a group. Maybe I'll start serving. Yeah. One of our best leaders then they went to join a group. Then they've been in this marriage group for for about a year or so. Okay. And the group just is blown up, you know, so much so that they got to turn it into two groups. Wow. And uh, and he so he walked up to me and said, you see what you did to me? And his wife came came up behind him. She goes, did you tell him? And I said, <laughs> what I do? And he said, uh, well, you basically, you know, we've been nursed back to life. And, and now wow. we're we're leading a group. That was a miracle for him. That yeah. was that was a personal miracle. That was a, I cannot believe I'm doing what I'm doing. The only way I'm doing this is God is giving me the power, the ability, and the desire to do this. For him, that was a miracle. Yeah. Now, again, was it getting swallowed up by a fish and surviving for three days? No, but that's not what he needed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so our miracles are going to look different. See, it's it's. I guess that's a that's a that's a good way to to think about miracles based off of you know God doing the the, the need of what they needed at that time versus like you know like you said splitting the Red Sea. We don't need him to do that because no. we got boats. You know yep. we can travel. Like it's that makes me think about miracles in a whole nother light. That so I guess 
are there such things as big miracles, little miracles? Yeah, I think every miracle is a miracle. I think there's miracles that impact more people and less people. Like uh-huh. the like the guy who's at home battling suicide and she goes, God help me. And all of a sudden the lies of Satan, her emotional chemical uh, balances automatically level out. Ask her is that a big miracle or a little miracle? Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's gonna go, I didn't kill myself. That's a miracle. Yeah. So the difference is, does the miracle impact more or less people? Another side of that is, it's like one of them isn't harder for God than the other. So like like to do a big miracle, it drains more of his power. Sure. You know, he's not a battery. You know, he's not us. He doesn't doesn't get tired. Yeah. You know, he he, he doesn't slumber. He doesn't sleep. He don't need to. He picked a day of rest for our sake, not his. He went like, I'm so tired. I need a day off. Yeah. He was like, nah, I better put this day of rest in here. Otherwise, they're going to work themselves to death. Yeah. You know? And so, um, so there are bigger and smaller miracles as it relates to the impact on people. But but in terms of it being harder for God or something, I, no, I wouldn't frame it that way. Sure. All right. Well, hey, man, this is going to be one of those uh, uh, short but sweet podcasts. Yeah. We, uh, I'm happy that we I'm happy that we got a perspective on what miracles are. And again, you, you just got me with the whole three thousand, four thousand year thing, because I'm still I'm still mind blown off of that. Yeah, man. The fact that there's a few recorded miracles in the Bible, but this is over thousands of years right. puts into perspective that if right. I if I see one huge miracle like that, bro, then I've I've seen a lot. Yeah, you could you be in the mean? Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, if I seen just one, then I'm like, some people live the whole lifetime without seeing one of those miracles. It, but think about how many people did. Sure. Jonah gets swallowed up by the by the whale. During that time, the Assyrian Empire is raiding Israel. Okay. Yep. Only one guy got swallowed up by a whale. Everybody else is just living their life. So the whole book of Jonah, one person gets a miracle out of millions of people being alive. That's yeah. like me getting a miracle and nobody else in the entire state of Iowa get, getting one. Yeah. Or you getting a miracle and nobody else in the state of New York getting one. Yeah. I mean, that's how. So it's like they were rare, more rare then than they are now. Sure. Because we all have the Holy Spirit now. Yeah. And God's at work through all, which has always been the plan. Wow. Brent. Man, thank you, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate this. Nah, you always bring the you always I bring the good stuff this. though, bro. Yeah. And this is and this there will be a further uh, another episode uh where we will talk about spiritual gifts. Yeah. I know that was that was mentioned in this podcast, but we I, I do wanna I do wanna bring on a podcast where we talk about spiritual gifts and how to identify your spiritual gift. I know uh with growth track. Yeah. Um great first step. Know, it's a great first step for figuring out what your spiritual gift is and and how to how to identify where you should be with the body of Christ. Yeah. Uh, so we are we are definitely going to to get into that. But uh, but yeah, man. Thank you for another great podcast. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank uh, you. you want to close the thing out? Yeah. I'm Pastor Q. I'm Trevor King. This has been. Let's talk about it. Like, share, hit the subscribe button. We've got videos on our YouTube page tracking with our episodes, and we'll talk to you next time on Let's Talk About It.